Motherhood is beautiful, hard, holy, sacred, and a little messy, but there is still so much joy and purpose to be found right where we're at in this season of mothering and homemaking. Hey friend, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. Here, you'll find faith-filled conversations and practical tips to empower and encourage you on this heavenly assignment we call motherhood. Grab your coffee and let's live joy-filled. Hello, hello. Let's go back to Sunday school. That's what we're doing today. We're going all the way back to Sunday school because one of the things that I talk about very often around here is joy and the fruits of the spirit and that joy is a promise. And so I really wanted to just take a full moment to really break this down because it can be really easy. You know, like if if you have a church background, if you have any glimmer of a church background, you know what scriptures like the fruits of the spirit and the armor of God, you know those scriptures. And maybe you've learned a cute song or you've dressed up like as anybody else dressed up in the paper armor as a kid because I know I did. <laughs> and and I know that one thing that I'm guilty of in my life is it's easy to dismiss those really common Bible stories and scriptures that we learn as kids, it's easy to dismiss those as really basic and beginner or novice Christianity and things like that. But one thing that I've learned is that there's a reason why we teach these things to kids. There's a reason why we teach kids the fruits of the spirit. There's a reason why we teach kids things like the armor of God. It's because they are foundational truths to our walk as Christians, to our walk with God. They they really can be pivotal in, in really understanding what a walk with Christ is. And so, like I said, since we talk about joy a lot around here and this scripture, the fruits of the spirit, it's really the the foundation of the message that I feel burdened to share. And I, I've shared a little about it in different Instagram posts and different podcast episodes here and there, but I wanted to really just take a full moment today and talk through and unpack Galatians 5 for you and and really maybe give you some fresh eyes on it and maybe give you a new perspective on it and because I we we can't look this is the word of God just like anything else and this is this is truth that we can stand on it's not just a silly little song that we sing as kids it's not just a, a basic story that we teach to our kids that oh the fruits of the spirit are love joy peace you know it it's foundational and it's truth that we can stand on and if you really let it sink in and if you really let it soak in it can change how you approach your relationship with God. So I want to read to you Galatians 5. Um, and I, because I, I think that often when we, we read the fruits of the spirit and we read chapter, we read verse 22 and that's all we read. We read, but the fruits of the spirit and we list them all out. But I think that when we slow down and when we read the scripture before and after that verse, 
that's what gives it the power. And that's what gives us the full understanding. And that's what really gives the scripture, the fruits of the spirit, the the meat and potatoes and the juice. And so I want to do that for you today because it would be really easy for me to tell you, oh yeah, go read Galatians 5 and start at verse 16 and read to the end. But I'm just going to do it for you because I'm here to make things easy for you today. So I'm going to start in verse 16 and I'm going to read all the way through to the end to verse 26. And side note, I am reading out of a She Reads Truth Bible, which is my hands down absolute favorite Bible. I've been using this Bible for years and I absolutely love it. I love the translation. There are devotionals throughout the Bible. There's margins for note taking. This is not a sponsored thing or anything. I'm just obsessed with She Reads Truth. So if you don't have a She Reads Truth Bible, I highly, highly recommend if you're looking for a Bible that's great for studying and great for really understanding um, the word. And if you're needing a little bit of help, the She Reads Truth Bible is definitely the way to go. So this is Galatians 5, verse 16 through 26. And it says, I say then, walk by the Spirit and you will certainly not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is against the spirit, and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, so that you do not do what you want. (laughs) But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. I am warning you about these things, as I warned you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is, and everybody say it with me, (laughs) love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Isn't it so cool how reading the context before and after these key scriptures that we know and we memorized, isn't it awesome how when we read, when we take a minute to read and unpack what is said before and after, it really gives us a whole new understanding because it goes off to list all of these things that are fleshly desires. And it tells us the flesh desires. We, we will have these desires. There's nothing wrong with us. That's, that's our human flesh desiring those things. But the fruit of the Spirit, those who walk in step with the Spirit, this will be what comes out of your life. This is the product of your life. This is the byproduct of walking in step with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's interesting that it doesn't say, and I want to make this clear, it doesn't say that those who acknowledge Jesus, this is the fruit of your life. It doesn't say that those who know about Jesus, this is the fruit of your life. But it says that those who live by the Spirit and walk in step with the Spirit and those who, 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 who put down and crucify the flesh and put down their desires and the fleshly desires and the fleshly passions, those who lay them down daily, 
and walk in step with the spirit, that this is the fruit of your life. This is the byproduct. This is what you will begin to see in your life. And that when I read this scripture, when I was walking through postpartum depression and anxiety and anger and just all the things, I had the trifecta um, after I had miles and it was, it was such a battle with my mental health. And when I read this scripture again, and I read it fully, it, it was like, do you ever have those moments when you're reading a scripture or you're, or you're praying or you're worshiping and something just clicks, it feels like a light bulb just goes off and you're like, God, why have I not read it like that before? That's kind of what happened to me in that season of my life. And I, I really began to see joy in a whole new light and that joy isn't something that I find in people and it's not something that I even find in my circumstances and a joy-filled life is not a life without hardship absolutely not but it's joy true joy it's to me it's this this inner knowing of of the sure hope that I have in God and the hope that I have in Christ and it's it's a levity it's a living with hope and living knowing that there is light and and that God is faithful to see me through to the other side so that so so I know that I can live with joy and because I know the scripture says that joy comes in the morning and that the joy of the Lord is my strength and so I choose daily to focus my attention on that and when I choose to walk in step with the spirit, I know it's not, it's not, I can, I can wish that I have joy. It's not, I, I can hope that I'm happy. It's when I walk in step with Jesus, this is what the Bible says. And the Bible is the word of God. It's truth. And when I walk in step with the spirit, the fruit of my life, the fruit of that choice to daily walk in step with him is joy, love, peace, or all of these things. It's a byproduct of spending time with him and living a life that is in communion with him. So I know you're probably thinking, for anything like me, I, I read this and I was like, so how do I live in step with the Holy Spirit? What does that tangibly look like? And I always want to try my best to give you practical and really implementable things. And so there are three things that have really, that I want to share with you that have really been impactful in my life. And I always want to share honestly with you because I think that in our culture, in our society, in our generation, we don't like people to tell it like it is to us. We we, we don't want to hear the honest truth, but I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't tell you the honest truth. And I would be, I wouldn't be a friend. I wouldn't be a sister in Christ if I wasn't telling you the honest truth in love and if I wasn't calling you higher. And, um, you know, I think we're so focused sometimes on, you know, offending people or being triggered or whatever that we don't say what needs to be said. And so I'm here to say what needs to be said. So there's three things that I have found that these are three ways. There's lots of ways to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. But for me, these three ways um, are have been really impactful in my life. And 
especially in this season of my life. Number one is living a life surrendered to Jesus. There's a difference between acknowledging Jesus and even believing in him and living a life that's surrendered to him, which is why this scripture doesn't say all Christians will have love, joy, peace, patience, because it there there's a difference between daily surrendering your life over to him and daily crucifying your fleshly desires and and choosing to walk in step with him. It's not an easy choice. That's why not everyone makes that choice. And I'm not sitting here talking to you as somebody who's like, oh yeah, my life is fully surrendered to Christ. So I'm here on my high horse. I struggle. And sometimes there are things that I don't want to surrender and it takes me a long time to surrender. But I know that when I live a life that's fully surrendered to Jesus, I, I'm determined to go beyond simply acknowledging him in my life. It's, it's, I'm not perfect at it, but this is a goal of mine, to live fully surrendered. It's, it's living in open communication with him. That's a fully surrendered life. It's open communication. And this is something that I've gotten really good at in motherhood especially is because I don't always have, and you probably agree with me, I, we don't always have, when we're home with our kids, we don't always have a ton of time to like sing Kumbaya and read our Bible for five hours, you know? But I, I can, throughout my day, like I, there's that, that cheesy quote that's like, I rarely spend 30 minutes in prayer, but I rarely go 30 minutes without praying. That was not true in my life until I became a mom. And I, my, my need for, for Jesus was like desperate. <laughs> and, and I learned what open communication with God. And, and I, I feel like I have a better understanding of, you know, when we read in scripture about Jesus going away and spending time with God, I feel like I've learned how to do that in motherhood. And, and so living surrendered is living in open communication throughout your day. You know, Jesus says, I am the way. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. So we have to surrender to him. If we want to get to the Father, he is the way. The next thing that has really been impactful in my life, and this is one another way that I walk in step with the Spirit, is living a life devoted to the Word. Living a life that is hungry for God's Word. Daily developing disciplines to deepen and strengthen your knowledge of the word. Not just, oh, I'm going to read my Bible. Like, I would encourage you, if you read your Bible and you ask, what does this mean for me? I would encourage you, start reading your Bible and asking, what does this mean? Just what does this mean? Just develop a, a desire and a hunger to understand the word in in its context and in um, what it meant in that day, I, I've grown to love researching about the Bible and learning about, about how it all connects in the Old and New Testament and how, how it all proves itself true. And, and so when we live a life devoted to the word, because that is how, how God reveals himself to us is in, his, in the word of God. That's where we find him. If you want to find God, go to his word. And when we live a life devoted to his word, that's when we know that we're living in step with the spirit. And 
one of the things that I'm really trying to do in this season is memorize scripture because when it's in you, it flows out of you. That's just whatever is in you will come out of you. And so memorize scripture. Don't, don't get hung up on how much you read, but if it's a verse a day and that can feel so that can feel like nothing, but if you're memorizing a scripture a day or a scripture a week, it's going to start flowing out of you. Just start somewhere. And I money back guarantee you will begin to feel hungry and excited about reading your word. And the last thing that has really been helpful for me in really trying to live out walking in step with the spirit is living a life in pursuit of truth. Not not what social media says, not what the news says, not what everyone else says, but actively seeking out his truth, what his truth is over the shouts of the world. Unashamed and unafraid, even if it means being unpopular and even to declare truth, even if it means being unpopular, but being in constant pursuit of the truth. Weighing, this is one thing that I've had to get really good at because right now on social media, everyone is sharing, quote unquote, their truth. Everyone's sharing their truth, whether it's truth or not. They're sharing their truth. And I think it's important to share our testimony. I think it's important to share our stories and find people who we can connect with. But it, we have to weigh every single thing we hear, especially on social media, weigh every single thing, even if it's uh, somebody who's teaching the Bible, even if it's me, weigh everything you hear against his truth, because that's how we walk in step with his spirit is we, we are constantly asking, God, is this really true? Is this you? Or is this somebody's interpretation of truth? Because when we take somebody else's interpretation of something and we take it as Bible and we don't weigh it against the actual truth, then we don't have an actual, we're not actually hearing from the Holy Spirit. We're not actually learning and knowing his voice. We're just hearing what somebody else said. And so that's why I would highly, highly encourage you, if you do nothing else, live a life surrendered to Jesus, live a life devoted to his word, live a life in pursuit of truth. And if you make it a priority to make these things goals, obviously we are flawed humans and we are not going to get it right all the time. There are going to be times when I don't say something right. And I hope that you would weigh what you hear from me, even me, against his truth. Because I don't want to be your Bible. That's too much pressure for me. I don't want to be, you know, your, how you hear the Holy Spirit. I, I'm a vessel, you know, preachers and pastors, they're vessels, but they shouldn't be how you hear the word. They shouldn't be how you hear the Holy Spirit. You've got to nurture that relationship with Christ. And that is how we walk in step with the Spirit. So I hope that you have maybe a renewed um, view on, on, the, on the fruits of the Spirit and that now as we 
continue to talk about joy and about fighting for our joy and fighting for peace and all of these things that that you really have a deeper understanding of what I'm saying and what I'm meaning when I when I talk about fighting for joy. It, it's really fighting for a life surrender to Jesus because there is no joy without him. There is no true peace without him. He is the Prince of Peace. And um, so I hope that you that you understand that a little bit more and that, you know, as we talk, as we continue to talk about joy, that, that you, you, you know that I'm not talking about emotions or feelings, but I'm really talking about walking in step with the Spirit and that, that inner knowing of the hope that we have in Him. Um, and as always, I am praying joy, unspeakable joy over you today and every single day and that you face whatever this life brings at you with the joy of the Lord as your strength. And if you haven't already, share this podcast, subscribe in Apple Podcasts. And if you're still waiting around to join the party in Instagram land, come hang out, come follow along because we have conversations like this and real motherhood talk and everything in between every day of the week. Come follow along at jennagriffith.co. I will talk to you next week.